All right, we're recording. Oh. We're recording now. Welcome to Not My Patient. All of these stories happened in a hospital far, far away a long time ago. Or something like that. <laughs> long time ago, far, far away. Sorry. How are we all? Good. Good. I'm a little bit snuffly today. You do oh, sound no. a little bit deeper. Hello. Hello, can you go? Hello, can you go? So what's the name of this episode, guys? Say, G. You always find us in the kitchen at parties. You always find us in, in the, the kitchen, kitchen at parties. Oh, nice harmony there. Because we're nurses, really. Nobody wants to talk to us, do they, really? They do. They so people want to talk to us. Yeah, but they want to show you Yeah, but they don't, they really don't want, they don't want us to talk to them about what we do. They want to talk to us about what they've got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll show you what they've got as well. Yeah, they are nasty not rash that won't go away. Yeah. <laughs> I had a, uh, a good mate of mine call me out of the blue. And um, say, um, he's a bit of a player, this fella. And he's obviously been playing. <laughs> he rings me and goes, and this is what he said. Dude, there's all this white shit coming out of my cock. <laughs> <laughs> I said, why the fuck are you ringing me? And he said, he said well, I thought, I thought you could help. <laughs> I'm like, go to your doctor. Oh, he goes, it's like a fucking ice cream factory down there. <laughs> I said, what are you do- what have you been doing? He goes, You don't want to know. Oh I was like, right. God. Shall I send you a pic? I'm like, no! <laughs> don't send me a pic. Oh. I, I, I think you need to go to your doctor, mate. You've got an STI. Oh. He goes, you think? And I go, yeah, I really do. <laughs> what does he think you're gonna say? Look, I've got a swab here, I'll just <laughs> pop it over in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's it. it. What are the expectations? Let's like, what it. was he actually hoping that you could do for him? I think he was hoping I would provide some sort of magic answer so he didn't have to go to a a doctor and yeah. show yeah. them. Like JJ to say, no, that's fine. That's natural. Yeah. <laughs> For all that white stuff oh, to come out. That always happens, man. Yeah. yeah. If you're trying a to, filthy trying to man save, whore. Yeah. <laughs> trying to save your dignity and maybe a bit of money as well. But I had a similar story to that as well where someone actually sent me a picture before they described it of an anal fissure. Oh, lovely. Oh, yeah. no. Like saying, is this normal? Do I need to see someone about this? Or do I just <laughs> let it heal on its own? And they like, sent you a picture. Did you get a warning? Did they say this no is a, there's a picture coming? No. Maybe a little graphic? This is not a chocolate starfish. <laughs> this is a starfish that has been wounded. <laughs> Jesus, how could you have to get someone else to take that photo? <laughs> no, you Unless you're really flexible. How could you do that? Oh, easy. Remember, uh, you used to when, remember when you're pregnant and you used to like crouch over a mirror to see um, what was happening down there? No. Oh, I did. Like you can see the expansion of your labia or like if you get varicose veins and stuff and ah, you can check it out. Yep. Yep. No, I've never – haven't been over a mirror for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Haven't, you haven't really lived, have you? No, oh, you haven't, what, G. What was the expect? <laughs> once again, what was the expectation? Were you pr- sp- yeah. trying to provide some type of uh, solution? Some lubricant? <laughs> <laughs> some magical cream? But this, oh, was that it? Like, <laughs> was it just like, what do you think of this? <laughs> prevention so is better than cure. Well, yeah, stop. We Whatever go. you're so doing. Say. Mm. I, was ca- I was cornered on public transport once on an inner city train. You know how trains have three seats? and then three seats and you're facing each other. I was near the window. And this really skanky, skanky sort of dishevelled lady 
sat down beside me and I had scrub pants on, oh. obviously, and a top. I had a jacket on. But she caught me for a nurse straight away. She goes, mm. oh, you know, I don't know how you girls do it. You know, and next minute she's like rolling up, <laughs> rolling up her sleeve to this most horrid fucking psoriasis I'd ever seen in my oh, life. Oh, God. It was like, she rolled her sleeve up. There was like skin going everywhere. <laughs> Snowflakes. And, and it was all split and arm juice flying all over the place. Oh, oh it's been getting The oldies, they goes. get you, don't they? Because they, do. they don't really care either and they don't mm. have a buck to spend either. So I think It was pretty awkward. I didn't want to see it and I didn't want to breathe in any of her skin either. Like, was like, she showing you so you could give an opinion or was yeah, she just no, proud of it? At, have a look at this. It's getting look at worse. This shit. <laughs> it's getting worse. I've got oh, a worse story. It's awkward. I had a relative of mine quite recently and... Um, Calls me up, uh, Flo. I've got a problem. I said, "What is it?" This is like at ten o'clock at night, and um, um, I've got my prolapse. It's my vaginal prolapse. It's hanging out, and I don't know what to do about it. And I'm like, um, "Have you? Is this new for you?" And they're like, "No, no, no. It's been here quite often." And I'm like, "Well, are you seeing a gynecologist?" Yes, yes. I said, "What is it that you need me to do?" Well, I need you to come and have a look at it. I'm like, but what can I do about it? Like, is it stopping you from mobilising? Are you in pain? Can you still urinate? Oh, no, that's all fine, but I need you to come and have a look at it and potentially push it back up. <laughs> I can't do that. To- no. I'm like, I don't think I a can do anything for you right now. A relative is asking you to come and push in their prolapsed, vag- like an angry sea cucumber. Oh. It's waving <laughs> in the wash. Oh. Oh, so I, said, oh, I had to like deny that one pretty quickly, especially at 10 o'clock at night. Oh, my God. God. Um, it got fixed up the next day. Not by me. Yeah, unsolicited medical, um, you know, they want advice. I used to get a few mums coming up to me and I'd pick my boys up from school uh, with like a, a recent injury from a child or the kid's fallen off a, a you know, and the monkey bars or whatever, you know. Oh, so-and-so's just fallen off and they've hit their head. What should I do? I'm like, go to ED. <laughs> take them to the emergency department. I'm not going to go, oh, no, that'll be fine. Just to take them home if they get sleepy. Just, you know, make sure they're still breathing. <laughs> no. Go to ED. You know? No, we do that with one of our kids. If oh, they, yeah. If they yeah. weren't, oh, if they weren't the child um, if, of as nurse. long as they're, they're <gasps> breathing and not bleeding from an artery, then everything else is fine, isn't it, really? Yeah. No, uh, yeah. Nurses' kids are tough. Yeah. They have to be, don't yeah. they? They have to, man. For To go to ED um, as a nurse's child, you need to be pretty close to death, really, yeah. don't you? You've got to be... You've got to teach them to potentially have to manage Parkinson's and (laughs) some type of other like. (laughs) You can suture together that um, nasty torn skin flap you've got there, son. You'll be right for footy. (laughs) You'll be able to handle any disease or anything that comes across your path. But Mm. you do that, don't you? You look at your kid and go, okay, airway's good. He's still complaining a lot. So (laughs) there's no compromise. We're talking about before, like I don't have like a good um, nurse's kit or a first aid kit at home. No, I, can, I don't even have a Band-Aid in my house no, half we use the time. Um, electrical tape anything. half the time. Yeah. I and actually do have yeah. a pretty extensive... I took my daughter's undies off the other day and I used them and some electrical tape over my kid's um, shin that he tore open with a peg on a motorbike. I'm like, oh, that'll do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Needless to say, I forgot that afternoon to take it off because he had trackies pants. It was well stuck the next day. Oh, oh, this sister's undies on. <laughs> <laughs> Improvisation. Yeah, but you so just can't. Wait, I don't even have a band aid. Like I don't have anything in my house. I've got a pretty good first aid kit. <clears throat> but if you were to come across, you know, the occasional road accident or something, and you stop, 
because you have to recognise yourself as a nurse. <laughs> yeah. And you don't have anything, though, in your car. Like, I don't actually carry a first aid pack in my car. Like, no, what? I don't. No, I don't either. I used to have one of those face masks for CPR. Oh, I've got a face mask, yeah. But you know what? It's been in the it's been in the glove box for about fifteen years. It's probably all perished by now. <laughs> so I mean, like, but what Never could you it. provide to that person? Like, I did have just a bit of reassurance. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that because I remember I, I'd come home. I was driving home from a night shift, literally at like you know twenty five to eight in the morning. Super tired, and, and it came to a section of uh, T junction, and it was an obvious car mm. accident there. And I thought I have to stop. Yeah. It's, it's within you, you know. So I just thought I am exhausted, and fuck, you know, whatever help you can give, you're going to have to give. And there's a person looking shell shocked sitting on the side of the road, and a girl with an obviously sort of malformed wrist, you know. And everyone seemed to be alive, thankfully. And she obviously had broken her radius, and um, I just made sure that everyone had called the ambulance that was someone doing traffic control and those sort of things and then just got back in my car and left because I was exhausted, man. <laughs> Everyone's breathing, airways are good, let's go, you know. So And there was help on the way. Yeah. So, I yeah. had a um, – when I was living in a different state at the time, my partner at the time, um, we were going up and down these quite windy roads and there was a lot of motorbike um, – people driving motorbikes at the time. And I was thinking, I'm surprised that there's not more accidents on this road – Nevertheless, we came up to the hill. There was someone that looked quite surprised and shocked. And I said, oh, what's happening? He says, I think I've just clipped a motorbike rider. So we've continued on with the first responders. And I had just did my flat course, like first line emergency course. Yeah. So I'm sitting there with my pen thinking I'm going to have to jab someone in the lungs to help them breathe. Oh, right. This man had already wow. actually passed away. So there's nothing oh. I could do. But those people there were actually expecting me to perform some type of miracle treatment at the time. But it was it. I just had to yeah. provide some reassurance. Oh, well, that's more people just, you know, they're looking for something to stop this horrible situation. Yeah. You know, but people it. were just driving by like it was the best thing that they've ever seen. Re oh, well, that's yeah. the Pretty nature traumatic. of humans, man. That's it. Yeah, yeah but gawkers. road things are like that, though, aren't they? Mm. Really, mm. when you drive past it and you think, oh, don't look, don't look, don't look. Don't yeah. look. Oh, <laughs> I looked at it. I <laughs> Of course you do. I do that all the time. But your mind is That's why there's so many traffic jams because everyone wants to have a look, don't they? I don't even go, don't look. I just go, look. I'm looking. <laughs> I want to look. Yeah. Unless as I've come off night shift and I want to go home. No, but in my everyone mind, I don't want to wanna look. But no. then I'm overcome with curiosity yeah. and I have to look. <laughs> anyway, dinner parties. Oh. Food associations. Well, you must have been... At a dinner party where with another nurse, yeah, always another. And you'll nurse. be having a conversation about something extreme, mm. and you will look to your left or right, and the other diners are looking at you like, <laughs> you know, what the hell are you talking about? But oh, yeah, it is interesting, isn't it? When you meet another nurse, like there's a media, you go, oh right, okay. Mm. So this is a level of yeah, grass that we can get to today. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we can talk about but you wouldn't really do other odd things. No, no, doesn't put me off at all. No, nah, well, because you're used to it, you know. Like my you can basically eat a sandwich while you're changing a pad with the other hand. Oh, I can eat a hamburger in a sewage farm. Yeah, I'll walk. It's like the whole fear of the sight of blood thing. I've never got that. Or the needle phobia. I understand people have strange phobias. But like, you know, the classic example of a heavily tattooed muscular male and you've, you're an ED you and you have to yourself? go and put it. Yes, and obviously. <laughs> and you have to go and put a it's cannula in. It's just a tattoo, <laughs> Any similarity? <laughs> um, 
So you got to go and cannulate this dude or whatever. And they'll just about fucking start crying when they see a needle. And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? No. Just, oh, always looking at those juicy veins. Yes. Um, that's like every time I, you know, my nanny used to cook a mean soup. It always looks like vomit. Like I haven't seen a good undigested vomit for a long time. It's always either fecal vomit, bile vomit. <laughs> But never undigested. But Nana's soup. Has it but got Nana's the barley soup. in it? Yes. Ah, that's why it looks like pure. Yeah, it's the barley. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then I was at the cafe the other day, um, at a hospital cafe, and they have these like little cakes and they have this icing with some red flecks through it and it looks like tapeworm. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus, that looks like something I've just pulled out of my dog's butt last week. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, no, it's hard too, isn't it? And we just have this sense of humour that doesn't have any boundaries either. No. Obviously. Like, what's a boundary? Give me a boundary, a hard I don't, boundary to your sense of humour. Oh, what's I a, don't have one. What's a no-go zone that you can't laugh at? For me, nothing. Oh, I'll laugh at everything. Yeah, same. So? There's no boundary for me, there which is, none, is really there? bad. No. Life is there too... There is nothing that <laughs> that's is funny. Be, yeah. I think it's because the nature of our job is extreme and that we see... We're exposed to the real finality of life. We see life and death all the time. And we see the end point of being alive on this planet. And if you didn't have a dark, if you don't cultivate some form of dark sense of humor, I don't think you're going to survive the job. No. You know, you, 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 you have to be resilient in this job. And you have to, you can't bleed for everybody. You just can't. Because you won't survive. You know, if you're going to cry over every patient that you lose and. <laughs> Excluding children and things like that. Mm. To me, that's like I don't do pediatrics or anything like that. That's not that would kill me. Um, But when I deal with people that have had a long life, people that are um, even even people like your um, say uh, someone of our own age group who's got a terminal illness or whatever. That's very very sad to me. It's it's tough. But you also have to learn how to cut it off. You've Mm. got to have that shut off point where once you leave the hospital, you don't carry it with you. And I think all of us have developed that, you know? And my example of this. <laughs> this was, is intense. This is getting serious. No, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna looking at you thinking yeah. something's going to happen here. I'm going to cry. It was really I was good. Trying. I just had a little sleep then. <laughs> <laughs> was that the sound of the podcast coming to a screeching halt? I think it may have been. <laughs> I was just waiting for some punch then. And I'm like, well, I'm, thinking I'm, thinking, I'm thinking palliative care. And I'm thinking smell and food associations to palliative care. No, no, I'll, I'll tell you my story about being having boundaries, right? So oh, I shut it off as soon as I, as soon as I leave work. I shut it off. I took my son to footy practice one time, and I was with my wife, who also happens to be a nurse. Yeah. And as we're walking off the field, this lady, sort of, you know, around her seventies, came up to me with these sort of glazy eyes, and she reached out and she took my hand. <laughs> And I looked into her eyes and she said, I just want to say thank you to you and your team for everything you did for Peter in his last days. You were wonderful. You've got a beautiful nature. Your team is exceptional and you should be proud of yourselves. And I said, oh, love, give me a hug. I'm so glad we could be there for you at this time. We did everything we could. Stop, please, stop. And then she said... She just gave me another hug and she said, thank you so much. She walked off. And my wife said, oh, who was that? I said, I've got no fucking idea. <laughs> she said, your acting was amazing then. I said, oh, I've done it before. <laughs> I literally have. I've, I've been in supermarkets where people come and go, that's the man that helped Nana before she passed. And I go, I'm so, I'm so happy that we could help you at that time. I go, I don't know fuck who the fuck that is, man. <laughs> oh, no. 
So there you go. You can cut it off. Oh, you can cut it off. It's all about acting, isn't it, in a profession? No, it's but not. But it is hard too. Like unless you, and your partner, like my my partner will go, you know, I come home and you go, oh, how was your day? And I have to do pause, pause a minute and go, hmm. He wouldn't believe it. I was just like up to my elbows in. So I was good. I had a good day. Thanks. <laughs> Being yeah. married to another nurse is like that too because there's no story that she probably hasn't experienced herself. So, you know, yeah. how's your shift? Good. And that's it. Unless it's something extraordinary, you know, yeah. like someone's coming to ED with a pencil in their cock or something like that. You know? <laughs> it's just, that's a bit different. Yeah. I think sometimes as well with my partner, sometimes they're looking for love, but all I'm looking for is symptoms. <laughs> <laughs> And I am constantly trying to pick something, flush something, pull something. <laughs> Who's looking for love in this scenario? Who is it? But it is. It's my true, though. No, he's looking for love and you're I looking for so. symptoms. Are you a chick? You've given him a, a cephalocaudal assessment to see if he has a new skin. Yeah, so the other day I have, am a sucker for flushing ears out. I yeah. love a good wax flushing. And Not so, at home? Yes. Oh, good God. Oh, gosh. You must I, have an interesting relationship. Yeah. <laughs> and there is nothing that I can do to discuss this boy. Like, we're talking about boundaries. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. I'm still waiting. Oh, no. My, that makes... my husband tells me to stop. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. Go, no. No, that's enough. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hands over the ears. Oh, really? Blah, 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 blah. I'm not listening. No, yeah. he can't stand it. Hey, you know how there's, like, Feeders that like to feed the bariatric patients. Oh, yeah. a partner who's a feeder. I think Flo's partner is like she's kind of the nursing equivalent of a feeder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like getting Can off on. Next, uh, <laughs> and he's probably Let me pop your He's probably yeah. away at work scratching himself. Yeah, <laughs> yes. like like he's rubbing dirt into a sore so he can yeah. get. We a were bit. talking so he's about got some sort of munchausen. <laughs> oh, we were talking about rashes before. He had a rash. Um, on his groin before and I was trying to fix it. Job like run. it's quite um, an achievement when you do actually fix something. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, and then I'm thinking, okay, you're 43, you know, people do start getting prostate cancer at this age. Do I need to go further with this? You fingered him, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> God, the poor bastard, he's got cuts on his skin, he's got... <laughs> He's getting fucking anally fingered as soon as he sets foot in the he's door got, after his swing he's shift. He's got jock rot and a big old prostate. Jesus. <laughs> he's, he sounds like he's a picture falling, of him. He's falling apart, this poor <laughs> bastard, isn't he? But before I met Flo, he had none of it. Oh, oh, imagine putting that on your Tinder profile. I need someone who has jock rot full of blankets. Willing to have their pimples pop. <laughs> ears flushed. <laughs> Plucked and prodded. And you'll get about 8,000 hits because there's a lot of <laughs> freaky people out there, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yes, indeed. Did you ever tell you when I got the golden shower from the guy? <laughs> <laughs> the golden shower. Quick change that one. And I was rolling it. I was assisting with a roll of a guy that had suffered a stroke. <laughs> and I'd rolled him towards myself. <laughs> While a colleague was attending to, you know, cleaning and all that sort of thing. And I just felt this warm sensation spreading down the front of my <laughs> groin. And I thought, I'm not pissing myself. <laughs> I haven't done that for at least a week. <sighs> and, yeah, he was hosing me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and it went all the way down my pants and it got to my shoes. And, oh, it was a nightmare. I've been vomiting on before by a patient from rolling as well. Vomiting on? 
Yeah, so apparently, tell me if this is true or not, but if you roll someone to the left as opposed to the right, it's something to do with the shape of the stomach. You've got less chance of vomiting. So when I've had a bit too much to drink and I feel like, oh, I'm going to vomit tonight, I generally lay to my left. So it all goes to the other side. Yeah, so I was a similar story to you, Jay. I was rolling a patient, like projectile vomit all over me. And I was thinking, oh, God, I should have done it to the, to the right. So I'm not sure if that's true or not. Because uh, we'll I always that. come up with these little um, stories. We should do some fact-finding stuff later. But, yeah, I've been vomiting. I've never right. heard of that. Yeah, it's it's, well, there's that whole, you know, rolling the patient if they're pregnant sort of thing. And rolling the patient if no, they're pregnant. I've, it's never been, I've never been vomited on. Yeah. I've nearly been vomited on through sort of a sudden projectile thing where I've managed to sort of pull away from it. But um, Well, yeah. I guess I learned very quickly to um, keep my distance. I've got a fairly good reach. Yeah. So A reach yeah. for what? For the patient. Like oh, I you keep, keep them at arm's length. Oh, I keep away. Your arms yeah. aren't that long now that I'm looking at Yeah, but at I them. touch everyone like they've got shoes. <laughs> like, I don't... There's You're no... not very hands-on, are oh, you, G, really, are you? No, well, no. I'm very handsy. You're moving into a managerial-type role, really. Yeah, it's all about the books for me, really. Non, non-clinical. It's all about the books. I don't want to touch people, I just want to read about them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my mum rang me a while back, and she lives in a whole other country. And she has a neighbour that's got dementia. And just going back to the whole idea of like people trying to get medical advice or some type of nursing experience advice. So she rings me up and I'm like, hey, mum, what's up? She goes, oh, you know, Janice is not well. And I'm like, I said, who the fuck is Janice? My neighbour, you met her a few years ago. And I'm like, well, I've obviously blanked that out. I said, what do you mean she's not well? Oh, she's been wandering up the street with no pants on. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, you, you fucking what now? She said she's been wandering up the street with no pants on. She's getting argumentative. And I said, she's dementing, right? Oh, yeah, she's well known. She's got dementia. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what, why are you calling me? Well, I just thought you could offer some advice in this situation. I said, yeah, yeah, go to a GP and get her put into a nursing home. That's the <laughs> advice that you need. Well, how do we go about that? I'm like... I'm in Australia. You're in New Zealand. This is uh, there's nothing I and can give you except neighbor. this. It's, it's her neighbour. Oh, you should have said to her, "Why don't you just invite her to live with you? <laughs> <laughs> just invite her in." Oh, that'd be the blind leading the blind, right there. My mum doesn't take any of my advice. I don't think. <laughs> Did you ever take any of hers? <laughs> yeah, so but that's sometimes a thing. I going think back, going back to teenage years. But sometimes I think, does she even know that I'm a nurse? Like, I get up, I put my scrubs on, I take off, I come back. But then sometimes she will be – she has got that much medication in her drawer and it's generally expired by about five years. Oh, nice. And she's always oh, not, like, because you can't generally as, as nurses, but she will just disregard it and do something completely opposite anyway. Is she a bit of a hypochondriac? Yeah, 100%. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so I don't know what my mum thinks Does she wear do. a soft collar? <laughs> <laughs> Soft collars. You can always tell. I have a contract. They wear soft collars. <laughs> My neck's sore. I got yeah. wet plash once. But it's not when? That, it's 1974. Not... <laughs> I think it's healed. <laughs> no, it's still sore. I've got chronic pain. Chronic pain. But it's it's never that bad. They have to have a hard collar. No. Oh, oh. You know. Who oh, wants yeah. to be in one of those forever? Like a soft collar is much more comfortable. Or next level, the full-on head halo. That they never have removed. Um, also, I'd also like to say about being 
um, related or partnered with a nurse? Have you ever watched medical shows with someone who's not a nurse? Oh, yeah. And they get really frustrated with you. It's almost like being at an AFL game. You know, you watch someone go in for something like they've, I don't know, they're doing like CPR or something like that. Of You're course. Like, That's not how you do it. Oh, 100%. That's got to be um, I don't pretty much every nurse shows. that's listening oh, to this. I love it. No, I love watching It's almost shows. like doing a double shift if you watch a fucking ED oh, show. Why would you I bother? Don't. I remember moving to a rural area once and um, – the local ambulance person said to me, <clears throat> why, don't you, why don't you volunteer for the ambulance? And I'm like, yeah, fucking right. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to like work as a nurse full time and then go and scrape people off the road in my free time. Are you kidding oh, me? Oh, as a volunteer? Yeah, God. No. I'd volunteer for anything. I no. had no idea actually that a paramedic works with a volunteer. So not long ago I was getting a possum off a roof. And it was during the As day, yeah, and it was summer, and I thought, oh, that poor little possum, like it's got to fry in that heat on that tin roof. So I climbed up a ladder, I tried to get the possum. At the time, I goes, don't grab it, it'll pee all over you. So I've grabbed it. Was it f- like stuck somewhere, or was it? No, it was just, just chilling on the roof. Well, why don't you leave him alone? I'm sure no. he could walk off the roof. No, because yeah. what, do you ever see possums probably just chilling on the roof in the middle of the his- No, he must have been unwell. Sick, Did exactly. he ask for advice? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Hello, I'm a possum. <laughs> My left kidney aches. <laughs> He's probably having a great time with his pina colada. And his <laughs> it's like, can you fuck off? I've been chilling up here. Yeah. It's warm. He's bottle of I pa- just of had pa- a munch on somebody's pot plants. <laughs> He's had a, got a cocktail and a, and a bottle of refoil. <laughs> He's been having a great time. So I've grabbed him. He has peed all over me. I got frightened. Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> so I've chucked him. Then I've fallen off the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Broken my ankle. Oh, for God's sake. In my scrubs, because I was ready to go to work. And then um, I was so embarrassed, actually, because I didn't want to call an ambulance. I just wanted to drive. But my mum called an ambulance, and it was a volunteer and a paramedic. She was much older, but she'd done a, like, 12-hour shift. She's exhausted. As a volunteer, who would do that? That's like dedication. A good person. Yeah. <laughs> Not us three, that's for sure. Yeah, none of us. Oh. No, How did the possum end up? I never saw him again. I don't know what happened he to him. He took his pina colada and was refilling. <laughs> yeah. He fucked off. Yeah. I mean, that'll be last, that'll be last time I'm going to her place. Uh, anyway, volunteers. Mm. Amazing. Yeah, they are amazing, aren't they? Yeah. But yeah, yeah I, don't I, I couldn't that. see the point of doing that. Why would you volunteer? No. You're not going to do that. To help people. people off the road. Hmm. Very good. I the idea of the nurse as a uh, servant or, a, you know, that sort of vibe that you get sometimes off certain patients, that sort of, you know, like the cup, man of, with, cup of tea would be nice. Like the man with the porridge. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. It's Is like, my porridge coming soon? Yeah. Just that sort of concept of uh, the nurse as this overall Florence Nightingale. Slave. Slave. Yeah, yeah. Slave. <laughs> like servant. Yeah. Slave. The cups yeah. of teas at three o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. that just annoys me I don't, so much. I don't do that. With the call bells. I don't do that either. I don't do that. Cup of tea would be nice. Yeah. Yes, it would. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe, cafe, I just said maybe when you get well, you could go and make <laughs> yeah. your own. Yeah. No, you need a speech assessment. You can't swallow right now. So. <laughs> I've just decided. 
got that thickened tea. You know that thickened tea comes pre-packed. Have you ever tasted that? I wonder what that tastes like. They've changed the brand now so it doesn't have that kind of claggy clay taste, does it? I'm not tasting it. Oh, I've tasted it. Have you? But I just think of, you know, poor old Barry who's had his fucking... He's been drinking a cup of tea his whole life, Barry, mate. You know, he's served his country. Yeah. And you give him a cup of fucking gelatinous goo. (laughs) That's not fucking tea. That's actually like when you are at dinner parties, you know, you've got that that roast dinner and you get that gelatinous um, residue after they, all the fat. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. That always actually reminds me of exactly that thickened. Thick and fluid. Thick and fluids. Ugh. I can't eat that stuff. Do you know some of the old men, when you have barbecues and they put like bacon or like a steak on there and you know how the blood fries? Yeah. And they scrape it up and they eat it? I've never seen that. Oh, they love it. It's really? Great. Yep. Frying blood? Yeah, frying blood. What barbecues are you going to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where were you brought up? Hello, Jesus Christ. Hello, Clarice. <laughs> and a lot of, at, at the time, there was a lot of people that were like um, tied onto pieces of wood in the area as well, I bet. <laughs> they were what? <laughs> it's like a cult. They were tied. <laughs> there was a goat bleeding upside down. Yeah. There's a burning cross. <laughs> we may have say, to edit this out. Did you just say that there was so much? <laughs> a lot of people tied to wood back then. Yeah, that wasn't a barbecue. That was a burning of a witch. <laughs> it was. Well, that was like a goat's blood. We are blood. talking about nurses at dinner parties, and now we're talking about um, staking people to wood. And <laughs> wow, goats. how the conversation changes. <laughs> well, digression. It's just part of the whole situation, isn't it? Is it indeed, man. But anyway, I haven't tasted any blood off a barbecue in a while. Nah, I've never a few done things that. I haven't done for a while. Oh, this is why these conversations are amazing. We've all come from different parts of life. Yeah, yeah. I oh man, uh, haven't sacrificed a goat in years. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get you goat, won't it? <laughs> get your goat. <laughs> oh, Crikey. Well, I think we've really we've really went on track, and then we went off track, but that's fine. As with we me. do, as we do. Oh, well, that's, well, that's nursing, actually, that's isn't it? That's the of a conversation. That is actually nursing. That's it. You have to be responsive. Do you to guys work, actually though. ever use time planners anymore? Never, never, never have, never will. Never have, no. never will. I don't have to plan anything. It never. No, nah, to me, it's like I can predict out. there's going to be certain times throughout that yeah. you'll need to do stuff. I think it's a good tool for people to, if they haven't got pre-existing skills in times. Uh, Time, time management. management. Then they can learn through that sort of thing, but you know, it's just one of those things that I've not needed for me. I've no. pretty much you can predict when meds are going to happen, and it's too changeable anyway. You know, it's okay to have a plan, but you know, I prefer to just <laughs> have no plan at all. <laughs> like we used to, like in in the olden days, we used to do everything at set times. So I don't need a. a plan. It, it's like now set times. Like 6, 10, 12, 2, 4, 6. Well, theoretically, but not everybody does that. No. And there's always different weird drugs that are going to be given at different times and stuff as well. Yeah. There is a set. There's a certain amount of regularity that you know is going to be there. Mm. But just throw a code blue into the situation and something else and everything else changes, doesn't it? You know? Yeah, someone face plants on the floor. You know. A grad will be very focused on this rigidity Mm. of their day. You know, eight o'clock meds. Got to do ops. Got to do shower. Blah blah blah. They'll soon fucking get rid of that yeah. after a while. After a few years. 
hopefully. But then yep. sometimes that planner can take... You can see that taking out was to, to write it. You could have done all that work when in the time it took you to write the bloody When you're doing handover yeah. and you're trying to hand over after a night shift and you just want to get out of there, but as you're handing over, they're writing down the times of the medications due. You're like, oh, can you not do this after? Oh, they're just being little... Little grads, mate. They just want to get it right. They don't want to fuck it up. And they're so nervous. And they just need love. They're good on them. They, yeah. yeah fucking good on them. You plan yeah, your day, son. Sit down for the first 30 minutes of your shift and do fuck all except write in your plan. And have a cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> and then go, and right, I'm ready of, to work now. And meanwhile, meanwhile, the nurse that's been working for 10 years is already showering someone <laughs> after doing all their med round. They're done, ready to leave at 1.30. Yeah. I'm off. No. Yeah, meanwhile, they had to go to work on a horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and tie a goat to a bit of wood. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh. Take four hours on a pony to get to work. <laughs> we used to eat blood off barbecues back in my day. <laughs> you grads don't know anything. <laughs> Not my patient. Mm.